Shulchan Arach Harav, we are in Simen Tov Kuf Pei Ches, we are in the middle of Allah Chadalad, section 588. In the beginning of Allah Chadalad, we explained that when Yamtiv, the Yamtiv of Rosh Hashanah falls on Shabbos, we do not blow the shofar. And even though blowing the shofar is not a malacha, it's not a forbidden labor, the reason it is forbidden on, on Shabbos and Yamtiv is only because of it's a rabbinic decree, because it's considered Uvdin the Choyal a mundane activity. So based on this, Adreb asks a question. If this is a rabbinical, com- uh, excuse me, a biblical commandment, this is a scriptural commandment, to blow the shofar, why then does it not override such a light prohibition as it does in every Rosh Hashanah? Because seemingly, if it's considered Uvdin the Choyal a mundane activity, so therefore, it seemingly should also be forbidden to blow the shofar, not just on Shabbos, but even on Yom Tov, including Rosh Hashanah. But obviously, we do blow the shofar on Rosh Hashanah, and and the, the, the mitzvah saseh deiraisa, this biblical commandment, overrides it. So, if, if that's the case on Rosh Hashanah, why don't we say the same on Shabbos? So to complete the question, the Rebbe says, it's not even designated as a Shavuos in a complete sense, which is a rabbinic uh, prohibition enacted because an activity resembles or may lead to the performance of an activity forbidden by scriptural law. It's a light prohibition. So then, as he calls the Isser Kal, so then why do we then not blow the shofar on Shabbos, when even when, when Rosh Hashanah falls on Shabbos, it's still a, a mitzvah say it's still a biblical mitzvah to blow the shofar. Why doesn't it override this light prohibition? And the answer is the following. The prohibition was enacted because everyone is obligated to hear the sounding of the shofar, but not everyone knows how to sound the blast correctly. Therefore, the sages decreed that the shofar should not be sounded on Shabbos, lest someone take the shofar in hand and go to an expert to learn how to sound it, and thus carry it, Daladamas, four cubits, in the public domain, thereby violating the scriptural prohibition against doing so on Shabbos. Now, carrying the shofar, Daladamas, four cubits in the public domain, is a greater cause for concern then the equal prohibition of carrying it from a private uh, to a public domain, because the latter two domains are clearly demarcated by fences and the like. But a person would, 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 would notice less carrying within a Rishusarabim itself. Okay, now, in their Maimodim, the Chabad Rebbes, and it started with the Alta Rebbe, and his Maimur entitled Yom Tov Hashanah in Lukutei Torah, raised the question. Why were Jews in general, including many men of stature, prevented from fulfilling this significant mitzvah only because of this slender possibility that some simple people might transgress by carrying a shofar on Shabbos? So the Maimadim explained that in fact, the Shabbos day itself elicits spiritual influences similar to those elicited by the sounding of the shofar. Hence, there is less spiritual imperative to sound the shofar on such a day. Accordingly, since there is a possibility that a scriptural prohibition will be committed, the sounding of the shofar should be withheld. This concludes Halacha Dalid 4. Halacha Hei 5. Bedin tiltul ha-shofar b'shabes 
Laws pertaining to moving, that's tilta. Tilta refers to moving an object within one domain. We're not talking about transferring it from one domain to another. And since the shoifer, uh, sounding the shoifer, as we just explained, is prohibited on Shabbos. So the shoifer is considered an object that is used for a forbidden purpose. So the halachas relating to moving it on, uh, to moving the shoifer on Rosh Hashanah and the falls on Shabbos are the same as though, as those that apply to other Shabbosis throughout the year, that a shoifer can be moved only because it, its place is needed or because it's, it, it itself is needed for some purpose which was not forbidden on Shabbos, for example, to support, support a dish or the like. Ahmed, but when does the above apply on Shabbos? But if Rosh Hashanah falls during the week, different halachas supply, it is permitted to move the shafer, even if it's not needed for some purpose and even if its place is not required. The reason being that since it is sounded that day, it's governed by the laws applying to a utensil employed for a permitted purpose, which are described in section 308, where it explains that it could be moved on Shabbos for any purpose, even for the sake of the utensil itself although it can't be moved for no purpose at all. Okay, concluding the Allah, nevertheless, on Rosh Hashanah, one may not use it to derive benefit from it, for example, to support a dish or the like, because it was set aside to be used only for its mitzvah, as will be clarified in section 665. See that source. Although it's not extant in the Al-Tarebbe Shulchan Aruch, in the Shulchan Aruch of Rabbi Yosef Kari explains that an esrig is set aside for a mitzvah, and therefore it cannot be eaten throughout the festival. This concludes Halacha. Hey, and today's shir.